Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride Perfectionism kills, and the working definition of perfectionism is it is a wound of rejection. It's a deep wound of rejection, and it's one of those types of rejection that literally um, ceases to be, you know, just other people's voices. It becomes a part of our own voices. And so there are times where you may not have that person in your life that rejected you or those people or that, you know, caregiver that rejected you. Maybe they're not around anymore. Maybe you have moved on. You moved out of the city. You have moved out of the country. You may be far away from them, but still the things that they taught you um, about yourself you still believe those things. And so that root of rejection or that those roots of rejection are still there. Now, normally, perfectionism, it, it doesn't normally start in adulthood. It normally starts when we are children. As I said, it could be caregivers, it could be siblings, it could be, you know, your first job when you were a teen. It could be that you were heavyset for most of your uh, childhood. And then when you moved into adulthood, you lost the weight. But that voice of rejection is still there, right? Maybe when you were younger, you were extremely um, poor. Your family was poor. You you came up poor. And now you've come into um, wealth, but you still have that self-rejection. Nothing that you do is enough. No matter how much you accomplish and how much money you make, it is still not enough. You accomplish one thing and it, you don't even give yourself time to pat yourself on the back, to celebrate, to take yourself to dinner or go to dinner with family and friends. You don't take time to do that. You just move on to the next thing. Why? What's the next big thing? I've got more to accomplish. I really don't have time to stop here and celebrate me because there's more to do. Because no matter how much you do, it's still not enough. And those types of behaviors, even in those of us who have our own businesses, those of us, you know, our businesses are doing well, we're on the verge of exhaustion and burnout because we don't stop and give ourselves the credit. We don't stop and rest, right? Not just get sleep, but get rest. We don't stop to feed our hearts. Why? Because we oftentimes do not feel worth the time. Yeah. So we're rejecting ourselves. It's, it's a bit of self-rejection in there mingled with what was given to us from others. So perfectionism, this thing starts when we're younger, or I'll say it like this, let me say it like this. Perfectionism starts in the spaces where our hearts are most 
vulnerable. Why? Because where our hearts are most vulnerable, that's the place where we're being shaped. We can be shaped and moved in another direction. So in the spaces when our hearts are most vulnerable, we are most susceptible to having that root of rejection or having those roots of rejection planted within us and then developing perfectionism as we go, right? So it starts out as this deep wound. It is a deep wound of rejection. So maybe you fell in love, right? And in that vulnerable place of falling in love, your heart is soft, your heart is pliable. And if you are rejected in that space, in that vulnerable space, then that, those roots of rejection or that root of rejection can begin to grow. And then you have other moments that trigger it and, and you know more people come into your life. And soon you begin attracting people that cause those same wounds. And that rejection wound gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it becomes, it starts to develop. Perfectionism is developed. It is something that has to be cultivated in our lives. So we begin, because of that rejection wound, we begin cultivating perfectionism, cultivating how we look in front of others, making sure that our image is on point at all times. A wig got to be right, has to come from the best place. I got to make sure that I have the best of the best uh, outfits on. Not because, you know, this is just my expression of fashion. No, I have to have the best of the best because I got to go in this room and I got to kill them with what I got on. I got to kill them with the purses and the shoes that I have. I got to kill them with this hat that I wear when I walk up in the place. They know that <laughs> is a signifier of perfectionism. When we do what we do, not just as an expression of who we are, but we do what we do to get a reaction. We want, we want others to see the image that we have created of ourselves. And many of us have imposter images that we have created, literally people that we have built in the image of ourselves so that others can gloat and, you know, think, hey, relationship goals, like literally, that's what I want to be. Why? Because you have created, you have built an image <laughs> that you want others to like literally just, it's to die for, right? Because they set aside themselves. We set aside ourselves. We set aside our dreams and do what we expect other, or, or we do what others are expecting of us. Why? Perfectionism. So perfectionism kills. It's not just, you know, physically gone, you know what I'm saying? But I'm talking perfectionism kills your dreams. Perfectionism kills authenticity. It kills your ability to connect with other people well, because instead of connecting with the real you, you keep putting out this other person, this imposter 
for me to connect with. And I can hardly connect with this imposter. I'm doing my best to connect with you. I'm doing my best to be vulnerable, to be transparent with you. But because you keep putting out this perfect image or you keep putting out what you want others to see and managing my view of you, I can't really connect with you. And you can't connect with others either. Yeah, it goes really deep. And when you have a wound of rejection from childhood, from a vulnerable space in your life, because in childhood, we're so pliable because we're kids, right? The world is, is, is painting on our, mule, our mural as we're children. And so that vulnerability makes us susceptible to rejection. And if we are not taught how to properly deal with rejection, how to dig up all of the roots of rejection. And I say roots, you know, way back in the day, there were books and and people always talking about the root of rejection. But I want you to kind of lose all of the stuff that you remember about what everyone was talking about. And I, I want you to really see what it looks like to have roots of something under the ground. You can change your behaviors. You can work on behavior modification with this, right? But behavior modification is literally, I want you to see a huge redwood tree that is just, they're the biggest trees. They are the most magnificent trees, right? But I want you to see a huge tree in your mind Above ground, a tree's branches, a fully grown tree, right? Because right now you're fully grown. And whatever you are dealing with as far as your wounds, especially if it took place in childhood, that wound is fully grown. A full grown tree above ground has branches that stretch out. And farther than those branches stretch out, are the roots that go deep into the ground. Those roots stretch out deeper. You ever see a sidewalk being pushed up by the roots of a tree? In the pools here in South Florida, like literally when pools are placed in the ground, they they have to make sure... (laughs) that the trees around, that those roots are stunted, that they are stopped, that they have no access to the pool because the roots of a tree will literally break through the walls of your swimming pool (laughs) and you will have a problem on your hands when the tree breaks through. So we have trees that can literally break through concrete (laughs) So I want you to think about all of the things that you have built in your life. Understand when there are roots of rejection in your life, I don't care what you've built. You could have built an amazing family that looks amazing or an amazing business. You could have built an amazing ministry, a beautiful church, a beautiful community. You can be in high offices of authority as uh, the chief of police. You can be in some of the highest positions in the land. 
But no matter what you have built, if you do not deal with that root of rejection, it will threaten everything that you have built. Because roots can break through whatever concrete you think (laughs) that you've put out there, whatever you think that you have built. Listen, those roots that go deep, Those things that have caused injuries, they must be dealt with or they will threaten everything that you have built. That's where self-sabotage comes in. Perfectionism is a self-sabotaging behavior. It is a self-sabotaging behavior. And so you can build whatever you want to build on top of that root of rejection, but listen, it will cause the things in your life to tumble down. Why? Because self-sabotage is there deep within and it will cause things to come down. Oh my goodness. It's a big deal. Perfectionism will cause you to cover people in your family It will cause you to cover spouses that do not deserve (laughs) to be covered in that way. Yeah. Perfectionism will cause us to enable people. Why? I'm enabling you so that I can keep my image up. I want people to continue to see us as a perfect family. So because of that, I'm going to enable you. And so we keep enabling people who are toxic for us, people who are emotionally violent. In, in, you know, behind closed doors, they're emotionally violent, but on my Instagram, they are the, the world to me, right? Perfectionism will keep you going back into relationships that you know are harmful for you. Why? Because I have to make sure that I looked apart. And and we don't even realize sometimes that we're operating in perfectionism. That's why last last episode I said I want you to get your journal out and I want you to pay attention to your own actions. Just observe your own actions and see where are some of the areas that I could be projecting this image of myself like the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) I'm projecting this image of myself so the world can see me as amazing when in reality, I'm just self-conscious. And in reality, I'm really rejecting, self-sabotaging myself. I look like the Wizard of, like the Wizard of Oz. Come see the wizard. Come see the best pastor. Come and see the best business person on the planet making everyone money and and doing all of these amazing things. But really, I am just projecting like the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) I'm really shaking in my boots that if anybody finds out who I really am, They're going to reject me just as much as I reject myself. And so no matter what we do, nothing 
is good enough. Now, I promised you that I was going to give you some tips this week um, on dealing with this root of rejection. And you know what? I I don't want it to just be tips. I'm not going to give you steps. I'm going to share with you what you need in your life. And I'm, I'm sharing it from this standpoint because if I share with you what you need, I'm hoping that you will not start to exercise behavior modification as I shared earlier. We're not looking for behavior modification. We are looking for a need to get met. When there is a root of rejection, when someone has rejected us, there needs to be healing, right? Our hearts need healing. I I need to be healed. And so this is not something that you stand in the mirror and do for yourself. Give yourself affirmations. Now, we see a lot of people on social media now, you know, they were rejected as, you know, children or rejected in a vulnerable space. And, you know, the way that I made it and I made it over and I, I, I have got the key to self-love is I stood in the mirror a million times And I told myself over and over and over and over again, I love you if nobody else does. And I want to say kudos to you. That's great. But when you are wounded through others, the fullness of your healing has to come through others as well. Now, I know that some of you are saying, as long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. And I am so sorry. It was a great song while it lasted. But as long as you got King Jesus, guess what? King Jesus needed others. So you need others as well. Right? You need others. When Judas, you know, he sold out. He sold Jesus out. When Jesus returned, he came back for people who (laughs) believed. It's me. Look. Look, it's me. He needed people to see him. He needed to share some things with the people who could truly see him, not just see him for his success, but who could truly see who he was. That those were the people that he was coming back for, right? So as long as I got King Jesus, we're going to just set that aside. And we're going to recognize that when you have a wound of rejection, to heal that wound, to bring healing to the layers of wounds sometimes that we have, we need other people. So The wound of rejection or perfectionism can only be healed with overwhelming acceptance, right? Not just overwhelming acceptance of what you project and show other people, but overwhelming, (laughs) overwhelming acceptance of your imperfections. An overwhelming acceptance of just you being you with no makeup, no wig on, no perfect purse that costs you $5,000. 
just overwhelming acceptance of you, of the you that makes mistakes when you talk, the you that stutters when you get excited. Yeah, the you that does not have the color contacts on, you're just wearing your glasses today. Not the, you know, the real funky glasses that you got from Zilu. No, or the Gucci glasses that you got, you know, your, your prescription lenses put in. No, I'm talking about the you, you, just you. Overwhelming acceptance of your imperfections. And that's got to come through someone that is close enough that you can be vulnerable with and intimate with. Oh my God, I know this sounds so scary sometimes when I start to talk about these things. It sounds so scary, like who am I supposed to be vulnerable with? Oh my God, I know in your mind you're like, ugh, I don't have any friends to be vulnerable vulnerable with. Oh my goodness, am I supposed to do this with a therapist? Like what? No, listen, I don't want you to go that far yet. I just want you to embrace what it's going to take. I want you to embrace what you need because those of us who are working on recovering from perfectionism, we normally ignore what we need. And so this is just a list, not one that you can go out to Hobby Lobby and grab. (laughs) This is just a list of things that you need. You need overwhelming acceptance, not of the person that you're projecting, not of the imposter you, not of the minister you, not of the business you. No, the imperfect you. Yeah. Now I'm going to insert this here. All right. And you might need to write this down. If you have a need, then it exists. What you need exists. It may not be around you right now, but it exists. There are times where you have to create what you need, and that is very possible, right? You can create relationships. You can attract these relationships into your life. I am a living witness of this. You can create the things that you need. It's, it exists. When you have a need, it exists. And so you can create these things. You were made in the image of God. And in the image of God, you are a creative. And so the things that you need, your heart has the capacity to draw those relationships to you and build and create what you need in those relationships. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. I hope you wrote that down. So you need overwhelming acceptance, not of the you that you've been projecting, but overwhelming acceptance of your imperfections as well. When you over talk, you need overwhelming acceptance of those moments where it seems like you're over talking, where it seems like you didn't say the exact right thing. And oh my goodness, what are they thinking after I shared all of that stuff? And oh, 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 we go on and on. You need overwhelming acceptance of your imperfections. And that exists. 
Yeah. So how do I start this out? Like, what do I need? The first, the first thing is that overwhelming acceptance. But guess what? You, you've got to become aware of the root. Yeah. You've got to become aware There are so many of my clients that I have had to sit with and teach them how to pray to find the root of their pain. Yeah, there are specific ways to pray to find what is the root, like what is the root cause? Sometimes we have forgotten exactly what it was that caused us to feel this way, that has caused us to begin to walk out or cultivate perfectionism in our lives. And so I've sat with many clients and just taught them, this is how, let's let's do this together. We walk through it together. This is how you pray to find out where's the root of this. And as they begin to pray and as we do, uh, um, we, we just combine psychology along with prayer. Yeah. When we combine those two things, there is a powerful impact that takes place. And all of a sudden, their hearts begin to open up and go, oh, my God, I did not remember this. But now I remember this happened to me the first time I was in love or this person said this to me when I was a teenager or when my grandmother died. This is what happened. And we begin to see the root of these things in our hearts. So becoming aware of the root Having that overwhelming acceptance, we need both of those things. And sometimes we receive the overwhelming acceptance before we become aware of the root. And then sometimes we become aware of the root before we get the overwhelming acceptance. It doesn't matter. This is not a step-by-step. This is just a list of what you need. Next, you need overwhelming acceptance and you need unconditional acceptance. Some of us make a lot of mistakes. Some of us do things intentional. We have done things intentionally, but we need some unconditional acceptance in our lives. Yes. Here's another one. And this may freak some of you out, (laughs) but it's okay. I don't mind. Some of us need some physical touch. When we have people that give us overwhelming acceptance, unconditional acceptance, and they know how to put that acceptance in their hands, and they place those hands on our bodies. I have a niece who does this amazingly. And when she massages you, she has her own massage business. And when she massages you, you feel the acceptance, the love. Some hairstylists have this. And it's just amazing when they touch you. It's a gift that they give to you. So we need physical touch to let us feel that overwhelming acceptance, that unconditional acceptance. There are times when, you know, I've had... Um, someone who is so close to me, literally, when she came into my life and we got closer, when she would touch 
just my shoulder, touch my hand, rub me on the back when things were rough. I found every time she would touch me, I wanted to cry. Ugh. And I would say to her, your touches, your, your touches hurt. And add this to your list as well. Someone who gives to us with no strings attached. These things help us dig out these roots of rejection, right? When she would give to me, oh my God, it would cause me so much pain. And I'm like, why does it hurt when you give me things? Because she was carving out a path to those roots of rejection within me. So that's just a simple list. There are so many other things that I could pull out and share with you, but I just wanted to briefly give you a few things that you need to deal with perfectionism. Don't allow perfectionism to come up, those roots to come up and destroy everything you have built. And you know what you may do? You may be doing absolutely well right now. You may not be feeling it. You're just living and doing you. And that is absolutely wonderful. But I want you to know when those roots are there, they are coming for you. And I want you to be ready. Listen. I'm so appreciative of the time that you sit and you listen to the Queen Ting's podcast. We are evolving. We are moving forward. And I am so elated. I'm so excited about everyone that has been listening, everyone that has been commenting and sharing the podcast uh, just with the people around you. That means the absolute world to me. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. You know that if it's your time, your, your time to start your journey of healing, you know how to find me. Go to iqueenup.com. Check on, work with LaShawn, and let's start taking up this rejection wound. Let's start dealing with perfectionism. You can do it. This is your season. Love is the type of violence that you sometimes cannot see. Drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved. But you don't need anybody's validation. You got your own.